conversation starting off Monday a little bit of Gladys Knight the legendary Gladys Knight and her pips <laughs> don't discount the pips there providing a little of that melody in the background keeping things going as Gladys burned the house down man that song uh, Midnight Train to Georgia is about a guy who just could not hack it in Hollywood Basically, is why he wanted to be a movie star, but he never got far. And it was time for him to kind of call it quits, sold his car and everything. Call it quits, and uh, Gladys Knight, narrator of the song, decides to go back with him to Georgia. Thank God Gladys didn't actually do that, right? Um, yeah. So, all right, it's Monday morning. On our way to work. You know, I thought... Uh, we have some serious business to get into, but I'll get the fun stuff out of the way. <laughs> occurred to me last week there's another office... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The office Rolodex, just go-to line that people go to. The go-to line that people go to, that's what it fucking means. Um, Alright, now let me get past this. Hey, here, this is where I should start recording after I get past all this shit, so... Yeah, we're a little bit late for the train this morning, so I gotta do some fancy driving here. Um, come on, there's no way I'm making the train, so I probably shouldn't even do that. Anyway, it occurred to me that there's uh, this what this this old nugget in the back pocket of another office stooge here and there. I'm sure you've come across it before. You've seen the same person twice in the same day. I work in the office with maybe not like you know there's people that you work with directly. There's people you hang, that you know about and see them around and stuff. And you see them for the second time in that day and they can't help themselves and say, hey, you following me around? Yeah, buddy, I'm following you around. We live, we work in an office like six feet from each other, all right? We just happen to pump each other twice today. I'm not following you, all right? Trust me. But people that follow around here, it's not you. Follow me? Yeah, pal. I'm stalking, I'm stalking you. Just happen to go to the vending machine at the same time. Christ, get water at the same time. I was fucking thirsty. All right, all right. Uh, and the Yankees. Uh, let's see, the Yankees. Oh, the Avalanche are Stanley Cup champions. That's all. That's all I got on that. You didn't come here for me to talk hockey. I don't know that much. I don't know much about my audience, but I know that much. They didn't want to hear me talk hockey. Um, the Yankees. They split with the Astros. Astros was a little bit of a reminder. As great as the Yankees have been this year, a little bit of a reminder that the good teams are still going to be a challenge. Okay, maybe you know, maybe Toronto's aren't there just yet. Tampa took a step back a little bit this year. Maybe they're not quite there just yet. Um, plus, Tampa's got a million injuries. So maybe they're not quite the same Tampa we're used to seeing being a thorn in our side. Not even a thorn in our side. A thorn in our side applies like annoyance as uh, kind of like we're a pluck it and just kind of, ah, it stunk, but you still move on. That, the, Tampa dominated the Yankees for a few years, so um, maybe not the same Tampa team that dominated the Yankees. But Houston came in, they split. No hit them on Saturday. Um, Friday, they held the bats silent as well but sandwiched around the sides there were uh, two Aaron Judge walk off 
MVP um, ballot type wins. On Thursday night, he hits. Well, Aaron Hicks hits the big three-one, three-run home run to tie it up, and then Judge hits the walk-off. You can hear that live on Sunday Poor if you check it out. Uh, the other, uh, stop saying that. If you check out podcast to do with that Sunday Poor, check that out. The, the live walk-off of Judge and Hicks. Um, and then yesterday, they're getting no hit again through. Six innings, they were getting no hit through a few innings, and uh, at least six, five or six or seven innings even, and uh, finally kind of come back. Stanton puts one on the board, a home run. Uh, LeMayu ties it up with a two-run shot, and then Judge wins it with a three-run shot, right? There's two guys on? Yeah, because they walked, right, Hicks started the inning, then they walked Carpenter. Hicks, Hicks started the inning on second because he made the last, the last out uh, in the ninth. And then uh, Carpenter, they walked was a pinch hitter, and they walked him intentionally. Mayu struck out, and then Judge the walk off, um, home run to left. And then I think the most telling thing—I can't wait to talk Dan about this—but um, the, the, the part of the story, other than like the Judge performance, the Judge putting the Yankees on their shoulders type thing. First of all, it's a little scary that there's one guy that needs to be involved. Like I love having guys good as Judge. Obviously, you don't. Right, it's, there's no replacing that. But you can't. You also can't rely on them. And a little recently, relying on them a little bit too much, um, which brings back memories of teams in the years past where they just they go in these prolonged slumps and couldn't win. Uh, but here you have Judge bailing them out. Anyway, Meredith Morakovic, she asked him at the Yes broadcast. She asked uh, asked him why he was so confident or something like that. about his confidence level or something. And he was like, when you're the best player on the team, how could you not be? Now, is he the best player on the team? Yeah, of course. I mean, by far. The Yankees aren't doing what they're doing without judges' contributions this year. That goes without saying. They had the uh, arbitration on Friday, the arbitration hearing on Friday, and uh, he won. So he he gets a little extra money this year, right? I don't know the full dollars and cents of it all. But, um, man, is that... I get the feeling that my phone is doing the recording and not my headphones. It's getting, like, too much... Let's look at the levels. It's too much. It's too much. See, that's all road. But I'm afraid to... Yeah, see, everything, every bump is here and everything. I apologize if you get too much road in this one. Anyway, it was just uh, stark to hear somebody. I don't think I've ever, I'm not sure Barry Bonds ever said anything like that. The best player on the team, the best player on the planet. He might have. Um, but that's like, you know, Barry Bonds, one of the cockiest players to ever walk the face of the earth. I'm not sure he ever said anything like that. Now, what does that mean to me? What does it mean to me? One, one, yeah, okay, he's got supreme confidence. Two, it shows me that he's got the negotiations. He's got the contract. He's got the arbitration, which just happened on Friday. He's got that all in the back of his mind. He's thinking about it. I don't love that. I mean, he's 
leads the world in home runs. You know, he's up there in RBIs. He's hitting 300. Like, he's having a phenomenal year. So, not bothering him. It's not, he's not taking a step back because he's thinking about it. But this is on his mind, right? Um, and I don't think, I don't think, to, to me, if somebody comes out and says that it might cause a rift, I don't think it'll cause it in the Yankee clubhouse. I think it's just a different... Me, I'd be, I, maybe I'd be pissed if I was staying. I'd be pissed. Like fuck, I'm an MVP. I actually won an MVP. You know. Um. You know. I, you know that Rizzo doesn't. Even at Rizzo's best years, he wasn't judge. Um. You know, Cole, whatever. I don't. I, I think the guys will get it. This is my point. I don't think anybody's gonna be offended by it. I think the guys will get it. I think there's maybe a different era of player that would have been offended by it. That would have been offended by somebody coming up and saying, oh, I am the best player on the team. Um, so I think, to me, I guess, I guess if I see that it's not going to cause any rifts, and it probably won't, I guess it's not a big deal, right? It's not a big deal at all. But it is, uh, it is kind of, it's not awesome that he said it. I don't love that he said it personally, but same. But I think it'll be celebrated by Yankee fans and his teammates. Anyway, they got to pay him. He's gonna he's gonna earn a ton of money. And um, the, the, the summer, you know, they were down and out a little bit this weekend after Friday's loss and getting no hit on Saturday. So they kind of needed that. You didn't want Houston to, to come in there and take three or four. Um, sorry, I gotta get over here. I'm having trouble getting to the exit. And there's also something to be said about these comeback wins. Like it's as much as you want sometimes, just win a game, you know, seven to two, make it easy one. Like these walk-off wins against good teams, especially to show that you're never dead against a team like Houston, and that's that's a confidence builder. That's saying, look, look, we're never down and out, never. It doesn't matter we got no hit. It doesn't matter that we couldn't hit half the game on Sunday. We still found a way. So as much as you want those kind of easy victories, I think that makes you a little bit soft. I think the Yankees of the past, they would mash their way to these victories, and then they would get and then they would get in these games where they could not hit. They would have these, like I said, prolonged slumps, and they would never come back. Never. You knew for a couple of seasons, you knew the Yankees were down 4 nothing. They're not coming back. And then you see strikeout, weak round out, strikeout, pop fly, and the ball game. Like, that was it. There was no comebacks. Uh, this team is much different. A much different team this year. Um, a lot of the same guys on it, which is crazy, but they're just uh, everything at this point, you know, Heading into uh, the last week of June, or in the midst of the last week of June, they are um, everything is breaking right for them. All right. Well, you know, I got to get into. Um, I got to talk a little bit about what happened on Friday, Thursday, and Friday. I mean, the Supreme Court should not be in the news as much as they've been in the news. Let's just put it that. Let's just put that out there on the table first of all. The Supreme Court should not be in the news as much as they've been in the news, okay? You're doing too much. 
judges, back the fuck up, okay? Number two, uh, this is not, I'm not going to sit here and debate this, okay? An abortion should be available if necessary or needed or wanted by any woman who needs it, all right? Like, yes, do it safely, yes, do it early, but there's no reason to force people to have babies, okay? There's just not. Okay, I understand it's it could it could be seen as cruel. I understand it could be seen that it could be something that might um, stick with this person. After, you know, after it's done, it, it, it's you know what? It's not my business. Okay, if somebody wants to do it, they should have access to a safe way to do it. All right. Um. That being said, put that on the back burner. But if you're here celebrating this as some big win for America, and you look at the Supreme Court, which is now a partisan arm of the government, which now acts basically on behalf of Republican government officials if you're looking at that as a victory you're looking at that as an okay thing for our country then you and I have a vastly different view of what this country is supposed to be Supreme Court is not supposed to be partisan on any kind of level and maybe you know look you could sit here and say look okay Obama maybe put a a liberal judge in there with uh, Sotomayor right Maybe I don't know. I, I, this this is not my purview. You might be able to say that. What I do know is that the last president put three handpicked guys, three uh, two handpicked guys, one handpicked woman, on the Supreme Court to do the bidding of Republican Party. These are all conservative judges. Okay, this is not this is not what we expect from our presidents. Our president should act on behalf of the country, and they should have put. And they should have put, I know it was like, well, we need to have balance here. We got to, because we have conservative judges there, we have to, well, then maybe it got fucked up a long time ago. And it wasn't Obama that fucked it up. It wasn't Trump who fucked it up. Maybe it was a Bush or a Reagan. I have no idea. Or a Nixon. I have no idea. Okay. But maybe it's just been fucked up for a long time. But if the Supreme Court is acting at any sort of partisan level, we know it's, we've gone wrong. We've gone wrong. They're not, they're supposed to be independent of both parties. And the fact that they went in there on a on a random Friday and decided to, to sign off on this decision that happened 50 years ago in this country, that's calculated, okay? And that's, for, for lack of any eloquence here, it's fucking wrong, okay? That's not what I want, and it... And, and I'll go a little bit deeper into it. I definitely do not want this country run by fucking the Catholic Church or what the people in this country deem important um, as far as religious followings go, whether it's Catholicism or whatever it, whatever, whatever it is that's Protestant, right? It's not really Catholic, but Pro- Protestant. Whatever the, the, the leading religion is, whatever it is, I guess not Catholic, but 
some sort of Catholic. Jesus is involved, right? But I don't want that run in the country either. Okay? I mean, one of the founding staples of this country is a separation of church and state. Get the fucking church out of the state already. And if Neil Gorsuch or Brett Kavanaugh or any of those fuckers are quoting or leaning on God's teachings or Jesus' teachings, get them the fuck out of there. It's not who we're supposed to be. It's not who we are. And you can tell, you tell me all about the founding fathers and this and that, but you know what? That was so fucking long ago. Who gives a rat's ass? Okay? This wasn't... I mean, even as far as, like, religious stories go, like, even in, the, even in the Bible, there's, like, these fantastic stories about the burning bush, the tablets, and, you know, whoever just, uh, it, there's always, you know, Mary and the Immaculate Conception, there's always some kind of crazy story that, like, wow, I mean, this was really something that we should follow, but this was just a bunch of guys that wanted, that didn't want to live under British rule anymore, there's no divinity here, even one of the guys in the January 6th hearings, he said he was, he didn't, he did not, he did not vote in Trump's favor, right, he didn't, um, he wanted, I think this guy from Arizona, Trump bought him to not certify, he was like, no, it's my duty to certify, it's my God-given duty to certify, no, motherfucker, wasn't God who gave you that power. It was the United States, okay? It was the fucking people of your district or of your state that gave you the fucking power. Don't do fucking what God wants to do. Do what the people in Arizona want to do. The people that voted, voted a certain way. You do their bidding. You don't do God's bidding. God's given. I mean, he did the right thing in this case, but we've seen it. Any asshole can say it was God's will to do whatever he did. Whatever horrible shit that he did. Whatever stupid ass shit that he did. Oh, it's God's will. Well, we're going to have to screw with you on that, Charlie. You know? Come on, man. So, as far as I'm concerned, I, the decision, I mean, I had no problem with Roe versus Wade. Um, it's been in, you know, been in, uh, it's been in law my entire life. I, um, the decision to do it, uh, to repeal it, or I don't know what the exact word is, but that, that decision was, um, uh, the fact, well, just what, the things that are based on, I gotta know, sorry, the things that are based on is, uh, all right, sorry, had a little, um, technical difficulties there. Every time I touch this phone, in any way, it just shuts off. So uh, that's it. I just want to come in and close it out. Have a great fucking day. Let's have a great fucking week. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow here on One Way Conversation.